Moncrief on News Talk. In the meantime, there was a case reported on this week where a woman came third in a British ultramarathon, only to later admit that she'd completed some of the race in a car. So why do people cheat, not in the sexual sense, but in every other area of life, in sport, lying on CVs, googling the answer to Wordle? News Talk's dishonesty correspondent, Henry McKean, has been investigating this. So tell us about this particular woman in yeah, the first instance, Sean, I mean, she wasn't silent but violent that you'll be talking about later. She was very open. She was out there. I must write that one um, down. Silent but violent. That's right. Four, uh, <laughs> almost 400 runners. Brought a 6am start to run, uh, basically, uh, the roads of Manchester... Uh, all the way to Liverpool. It was 50 miles long. It was an ultramarathon. It took place last Good Friday. And uh, uh, Joicia Zaraski, she's 47, f- she finished third. Well, we thought she did anyway. Um, but then it turned out that she actually got into a car uh, uh, for two uh, and a half miles. And they, they looked at tracking data and they could see that she was suddenly going quite fast. And she, she came <laughs> as fast as Hussein Bolt, they're saying. She did, really did quite, go quite fast. Faster, <laughs> criminal. That worked there. <laughs> For two and a half miles. Um, and she gained up to 25 minutes on her time. Um, I visited Black Rock uh, in Cork, and I just want to say that these people are honest people. And I asked them, have they ever uh, cheated like this? My biggest cheat would have, if I ever lied to my mam, or if I ever cheated on a girl. Do you know what I mean? And what sort of lies have you said to your mam? Private stuff, really, like, boss, John lies about school and lies about my friends and whatever, like. You just don't want to hurt her feelings. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. You're wearing a beanie hat that says yeah. Cork Tri Club. True. Uh, you're supposed to be doing a triathlon, but tell me, you're not, are you? No, I am not. I uh, unfortunately broke my collarbone on the road bike six weeks ago, and I'm in a bad way now. And what's your view on, you know, cheating, getting in a car for a bit, uh, if you're doing some sort of race? And is it okay to lie and cheat your way through life? Is it okay sometimes? No, it's absolutely shocking, especially in the sporting realm. Because if everybody's training their hats out every day of the week, then you hop off in the car and win the race. That's not fair at all. So it's, I'd be, it's I'd not be okay. fuming anyway. I'd be fuming. And what do you lie and cheat in life about? What sort of things? Do I lie and cheat about cleaning up in the house with the girlfriend, to be honest. So what would you say? <laughs> what, what would I say to her? A bad one is cleaning the shower. I never clean down the shower enough, supposedly. And Rumor say, has yeah, it. Rumor has it. I don't clean it. Yeah. Um, she notices and you lie. Yeah, sort of like I think everybody would have an old little white lie every now and again, but there are some major lies which you can't you can't get away with. I definitely have told my girlfriend that I'm in work when I'm definitely not in work. Oh. <laughs> well, where are you? I could be out. I could be out gallivanting, out in the gym. I could be anywhere really, but uh, just to get away from doing like house jobs, you know, like that, like cleaning the shower, like places. cooking dinners, <laughs> all that stuff. You never cover ne- something I up? I never lie, honest to God, and I have never cheated. Honestly? In anything, 100%. I'm being actually serious. So why are you such an honest lady? Because what's the point? Why not just be honest and be who you are? Because you can't get away with stuff then, like the previous speaker. That's why people... God, that relationship won't last uh, by the... Uh... <laughs> the sound of it now and you did uh, you did yes. actually though speak, speak to mm-hmm. someone an athlete who has lost out due to cheating yeah Henry. I mean this is quite serious I met up with Rob Heffernan uh, the Irish uh, race walker he lost out to a Russian uh, for a bronze at the London 2012 Olympics he's now presenting Red Breakfast and Cork's Red FM our new sister station he's also a coach uh, here is Rob Heffernan uh, talking to me in Black Rock and Cork about how he lost out it's only when you look back after your career 
and you look at the what ifs, what ifs, and I, and I think the biggest impact they're both positive and negative in a sense. Like if I had to look back on my career and when I missed out on the medal at the Olympics on the day, it financially it costs you so much money because people only are interested in winners and winners' medals. But at the time when you're living in the moment, you're kind of looking at like, how can I get better? Can I be better next year? Um, you know what the Russians are up to and it's it's nearly not an individual choice it was a state sponsored thing and and that goes through all facets of society in russia and in a sense it made me better because the next year i went on to race in russia and used that as a rocky story and i said like if i can go into russia in the shape that i'm in now one of them they're, they're never all going to compete and i have an excuse anyway because they're all doping and um, I, I use it as, you know, as a positive. So you're nearly a victim, but going in on the off chance that it takes the pressure off. You got the medal in the end, though. And yeah. you had a ceremony here in Ireland. Yeah, I did. And uh, I, I kind of thank the result I got in London. It was obviously upgraded to bronze and the ceremony in Cork. The night we had it in Cork was better than any Olympic um, medal ceremony on the day because it brought all walks of life together you know it, it, it was absolutely fantastic and it gave me the motivation to go on into Russia the next year to win the world championship so there's always two sides to every story you know How do you feel about this lady jumping in a car and, and driving at 35 miles per hour or kilometres per hour and getting caught? It, it, it's wrong it's wrong um, it's 100% wrong and especially when it's, when it's conscious like that like you could nearly even argue that the Russians were in a system and they necessarily didn't even know that they were doing wrong. It was just what was done. It was in it was in the system, it was in their camps. But to make to, to make a conscious decision to cheat, I think it's far worse. You know, in any walk of life, whether it's business, relationships, sport, and you come up to the line and say, no, no, and it comes down to your morals, and I think it comes down to the, the way you were brought up and you know and and just your own inner morals and some people mightn't have any and but everybody is a different story so it's very hard to judge anybody individually either you know right uh that was uh rob herfernan there god it must be so depressing when you're you're heading over you know everybody else is doping so you know everybody else is going very 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 difficult but uh, you know he's such a good guy rob herfernan he got the bronze in the end and he had a big party in cork so it all worked out but so hard for athletes that the 99 percent of them are honest and there's just you know with russia state-sponsored well yeah (laughs) what probably i don't would it be 99 percent you don't know well you know well, I know. I'm, I mean, I would say I'm most athletes. To, to get, yeah, I would say benefit, most benefit athletes. The but there's probably, probably more than we that, that we know about. Well, right? well, perhaps I'd no. Say. I mean, well, no, I know people who yeah. kind of say mm. let them at it. They'd like to see like a dope Olympics where everybody's drugged up the wazoo. Yes. Yeah, uh, they're never going to have children. They'll probably grow hair in funny places. But let them. Let's so see how. It's, it's let's fa- see how good they can. Yeah, and then have and then have a non-doped Olympics. It's like if we're doing this show drunk and whoever's still standing at the end. I am drunk, but that's that's. <laughs> that's neither here nor there I don't want to pro- I don't want to go into more into my personal life so like the, hmm. what, what do the experts think about this yeah I got to, to, to speak to a high performance coach uh, he's a leadership expert Ender McNulty he's worked in the business and arts sporting leaders he's still involved he has a new book out called Commit to Lead that's Commit with the digit to lead hmm. was he uh, too lazy to write the actual word out or, or, or I, I think I, it's I, just a style thing is I, it okay yeah, thinks yeah. he's prince well, um, yeah. well you know it's just a style thing but yeah. uh, also a uh, uh, a former GA uh, Armour All-Star. And this is his take on cheating. He says it all actually started way back at the ancient Greek Olympics. Of course, it's about ego, finding a way to win, using cheating to 
make sure their ego doesn't get uh, hugely impacted by losing. Why do people cheat? Maybe they're brought up in a culture of cheating. Maybe their coach is a cheat. Maybe their parents were a cheat. Maybe in their sports club or organization, there were cheats. In my experience, the great organizations, the great sports people are champions. True champions don't cheat. A champion is somebody not who lifts the trophy or wins the gold medal. A champion is somebody who does all they can do to win the ultimate victory, which is victory with yourself. It's competing against yourself. Michelle Smith, the Irish Olympic swimmer. Everything with Ben Johnson. He had to cheat and drug himself to try and win the 100 metres at the Olympics. Maybe one of the most famous cases of all is Lance Armstrong's drug doping pursuit of having a win. The great champions, of course, don't cheat. The great champions find a way to win with honour and integrity by being the greatest without having to rely on cheating. People like Katie Taylor, people like Johnny Sexton, teams like the Leinster rugby team, teams like Ireland rugby, teams like the great Armagh team that I played on, those teams don't have to cheat. Great athletes don't have to cheat. So for parents listening in today... They're aware that the worst values we could possibly teach young children is cheating. The worst thing a coach could possibly say to a team is cheat to try and win. Thankfully, in my experience, it's less than 5% of people involved in sport at any level are willing to cheat to win. And those people ultimately become outcast. Nobody wants a cheater. Everybody wants a champion and a winner, but nobody wants a cheater. That's uh, sports coach uh, Ender McNulty there and the uh, author of Commit to Lead. Uh, so uh, have you uh, ever cheated, Henry, in this kind of context? Well, I mean, I, this is really, really difficult to admit because okay. the, the story that we heard you're, about you're, this... You're, you're among friends here. You're in a safe place. And, you know, this is a safe space. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back quite a while. And this is actually really quite hard to admit. I was in TY. Then it was called Transition Year. Mm-hmm. But I used to be involved in the cycling club when I was much younger and I was unfit. And I agreed to do a 100-mile cycle, which was for charity. Whoa, so 100 okay. miles is 160 kilometers. So it's like going to the other side of Athlone, but not quite Banlaslow, but but nearly. Okay, So yeah. it's like, imagine cycling. You're heading towards Banlaslow and you yeah. think, nah, so, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to turn back now. <laughs> so we got we got about halfway and there was like a, like a support car mm. and they were like, go on, jump in. <laughs> jump in, Because <laughs> I was last. So they were, just jump in, just for a few miles. Yeah. And we were taking a break halfway, uh, you know, and a few miles later and I did jump in. Um, and I, you know, I, this is terrible to admit, I actually did collect the trophy afterwards but I didn't, I probably did 97 miles. Yeah, that's nearly, that's um, good enough. And, and yeah. it, well, I, know, I, I was raising money for charity. It wasn't competitive. I was last. No mm. one was angry with yeah. me. I wasn't fighting, you know, to get on the podium or anything like that. And no one was hurt. No feelings were hurt. But looking back on it, it was morally bankrupt. I should not have gotten into the car. I should have suffered on. I should have been behind those bars. Not, mm. not in jail, but behind the, yes, the handlebars. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm not proud, but everyone does it for different reasons. Yeah. They, and they, did they you find that there was reasons. a kind of a moral, and uh, you went off the, you know, the moral deep well, end I mean, then, I mean, and then I mean, it was and cheating, uh, you well, know. This is a moral bankruptcy <laughs> continues. <laughs> well, you got to join the, the you got a job media. in the media. Yeah. So, I mean, none of us have any morals like, I'm, at all. I'm, I admit I'm evil and I make bad decisions all the time. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah. I, you know what I was yeah. kind of before? I was mm. kind of thinking, a thing I used mm. to do, you, you remember going to confession? Yes. And you'd go in and you go, 
I just make something up, just you know, to get Don't out. A quick, well, to what get out as quickly as possible. Well, just like the minor things, yeah. you know. I was cheeky to me mother, or you know, but you wouldn't tell them you anything you actually did because then the you know you'd hear the priest shuffle up with interest, you know, on the other side of the thing. So go, you would really so you can would have actually, some details. You would cheat on telling lies. So it was like yes, a lie I, I, a lie. I, I, I would like downscale my sins to, to kind of the, the blandest ones possible, so I could get it out as quickly. I mean, my yeah. aim was like if it, if I. More than a decade yeah. of the rosary as, you know, the penance like it was, which I never said anyway. But uh, if it was more than that, like I was, oh God. And then all these years later, you realise actually there was some, there was some liars in the priesthood. So I'm getting quite serious yes. now. <laughs> so don't feel too bad. Don't feel too bad about No, I don't think we are. Yes. I mean, again, as you said, some of them are good. Yeah, some of them are good. Yeah. So did, like, did mm. you talk to like more ordinary punters? No, about- I, I did. And, and you know, and I, I, I asked a golfer and I, I asked, you know, obviously Trump likes to lie in golf. He likes to cheat in golf and he hasn't had all those hole-in-ones. It's just not possible for anyone to have all those hole-in-ones. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I asked a golfer and I asked people why, why we cheat and just why. No, it's, it's something you don't do in golf. That's just the golf etiquette. You've got to play by the rules. I think basically it's because they need to be on a pedestal that they're unable to reach. So therefore they have to cheat and lie to get to that pedestal to be appreciated by people. They want applauders. They want to be high up there in the clouds, like, you know, and everybody admiring them for their talents, even though they don't actually have any talents, which leads them to cheat in the first place. You've got the junior cert coming up. Are you ever tempted to, to cheat? I probably have, yeah. I have a confession to make. During my junior cert marks, I turned around to my friend Kevin McHugh and I said, what's that in the picture? And he said, it's a round tower. And I wrote down round tower. Have you ever been tempted to cheat like that or is it just morally bankrupt? No, I don't think I have. So you're an honest girl, honest person. Yeah. I don't feel it's right to lie and cheat and steal and do wrong. It's, it screws over other people and that's not okay to do. So you're- Life's hard enough. Be kind to each other. Be honest. You're honest all the way? Yes. And do you ever, you know, do something naughty? Do you ever steal? Do you ever no, lie? I've never done Do you ever that. cheat? No, never. Really? L- literally never. And what keeps you on the straight and narrow? Jesus. <laughs> so is Jesus. Jesus does it. Yeah. And obviously he tells us to behave. Yeah. So that's what helps. Yeah. Also, what you do in life always comes back to you. So if bad things are happening to you, maybe ask yourself why. Exams and tests, have you ever written on your arm or put notes behind the toilet to pass? I have. I've done many different things uh, on the back of my shoes. Um, sometimes I tape stuff if I'm wearing a skirt, like under on my knees, or just have a full on book so for phones. Just go for it. Just get the book, get the phone out. And get everything out. Just proper cheating. Just go in, all in. And does it help in grades? Well, it did at the time, but do, do I do I regret it? Not necessarily, but would I do it again? Probably not. I try. I try to be better. Try to be better. I would be better again. I would do it again. You no, I remember. I my friend and I were sitting next to each other during an exam, and we used sign language. Sign language <laughs> to help each other. Yeah. So you understand sign language a little bit. Wow. Yeah, our, our own version anyway. That's proper cheating, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No one yeah. could give out to you about that. Not really, they no. Say in sign language back, stop cheating. Well, they could. No, I think they could just separate us, but they couldn't really. Because, like, even if you're across class, you can just like. <laughs> but yeah, that's. And you would sign. Yeah.
There you go. Uh, uh, it's a lot of dark activity going out there. Henry, thanks a million uh, for coming in and, uh, and bringing us in that shocking report. Uh, cheating gets you a win, says one texter, technically, but how could you get uh, take any satisfaction? It's a lonely place, if you know that in your heart. It depends, I suppose. For some people, it might be happy. The old Gore Vidal thing, it's not enough that you win, but that others lose, and you might get the satisfaction from those people losing. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just, I just wanted to add on on commit to lead. The reason why it's called commit to lead because the first book was called commit. Right. Okay. Good one. Okay. We didn't hire anyone to come up with that name for him. Moncrief weekdays at two p.m. on News Talk.